to Menu Stories, a series where we get to know the stories about the people and restaurants behind the food we love. This is our podcast, and I'm your host, Rebecca Goberstein. Today, we meet the fun-loving duo behind Popson's Burgers, the popular fast-casual burger spot in San Francisco's Tenderloin District. Popson's owners, Alvin Garcia and chef Adam Rosenblum, first worked together when they opened Coswell's, which quickly became nationally renowned for its burger. After testing a burger-only pop-up concept, the two realized they needed to create a new restaurant that was completely dedicated to this quintessential American comfort meal. Let's have a listen. We are here with Alvin Garcia and Adam Rosenblum at Popson's. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Could you introduce yourselves and tell us your roles? Oh, sure. Um, I'm Alvin Garcia, and I am one of the founders and CEO of Popson's. I'm Adam Rosenblum. I am the other founder and the chef. I mean, to us, Popson's is our take on a mom and pop burger joint, really. You know, we want something that was very neighborhood friendly and classic cheeseburger and, and double cheeseburger and yet at the same time kind of had some newer spins and some bolder flavors. But, you know, we just wanted to do the classics really well and be kind of a, a cornerstone in the neighborhood. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of what we do is very chef driven focused. You know, everything is made to order. You know, they're almost kind of one of a kind because the buns are bought from Petit Pan, who we love, and they have variation. In them. You know, it's it's about creating food that has a little more soul and even being in a quick service world, being able to butcher and grind our meat every day, having organic heirloom tomatoes, um, doing all the little things that we find, what we appreciate, it's pretty special for us. So, so how did the concept for Popson's come about? Where did the inspiration come from? Oh, this is a great story. So we have Coswell's, which is in the marina. And at the time, Adam was the uh, chef and wasn't a partner yet. You know, we wanted to create opportunity for him to come aboard. One day we were chatting and I said, hey, Adam, we should do another restaurant together. Do you want to do Cajun food or cheeseburgers? And of course... Why, why were those the two options? Well, because we had both, you know, he, him and I both have a love for Cajun Creole food. We had talked about that. And the other part of it was that Coswell's had so much press for our cheeseburger. It was kind of a natural spinoff to do it. And, and we here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and why did you choose burger over Cajun food? Uh, well, luckily, we, um, we're, we're finding ourselves in the opportunity. We're doing both now. So we're opening our Cajun restaurant theoretically in November. Congratulations. Um, thank you. So we're, we're looking forward to that one now. But I think at the time, it just it seemed like a, a really good fit with where our momentum was as a you know, restaurant group. And you know, it just seemed like the right time to do it. So where are you both from? I'm from Maryland. Grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland. And I'm from the Bay, born here in the city. Was raised in Santa Clara down south. Chef, what ended up bringing you out to the Bay Area? Two of my best friends from culinary school live out here, and my wife and I came out to visit like five or six years ago, and we had a great time. Obviously, we're on vacation. And we went back to Maryland, and I wasn't happy at work, and we were trying to figure out what we want to do, and she said, well, what about going to California? And two weeks later, I was on a plane out here to look for a job, and kind of just happened. What was your first memory with food and when did you realize you wanted to pursue a career in food and restaurants? So I think my first food memory was when I was probably like seven or eight and I was at my grandparents house in New Jersey and just I mean I, I grew up in a family where my mom always baking and cooking. My grandma she made this one pasta and meat sauce which now that I have the recipe you look at it and you're like it's so simple but growing up it was just that thing that I I loved visiting them and looking forward to eating it. And we were we were definitely a family that 
sat around the dining room table together. And so I have some very good memories of all being together and eating. And, is, and then... Is your family Italian? Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're Jewish. But... It's Italian, last name, like Rosen Plum. <laughs> the meat and pasta tomato dish isn't exactly a Jewish dish. No. I mean, we... <laughs> so where did that recipe come from? I don't know. Grandma only had a couple or has a couple recipes that she bounced back and forth from. But we mixed it up a good amount. We certainly didn't grow up in a... Jewish food home. I mean, there's there's lots of bacon. Alvin, what about you? I remember pizza. We <laughs> ate a lot of pizza. I mean, my parents were great. They worked a million hours, and they cooked, but they didn't they didn't cook. I mean, they cooked to feed the kids. But I was always teased by both my mostly my mom and my dad as being the one child that had champagne taste on a beer budget. From that, I ended up just falling in love with food, and I moved to San Diego for a little while and drank beer and played horseshoes and watch Giants baseball and the Food Network. And that was kind of my life. It was, uh, well, I did things outside of that. That's, <laughs> that sounds too great to be true. When I was down there, it was the day that I realized that, that this is what I was going to do forever. I was working for P.F. Chang's in... Um, in La Jolla? In La Jolla. I used to go there all the time. I went to UCSD. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I thought that was the best place. I was there probably well before <laughs> you. I remember working and having a great time and one day stopping and looking around me and going, you know what? I love what I do. Like every day I can have a party that is celebrating an anniversary or a birthday or, you know, one thing we do at Coswell's is if our host recognizes that somebody might not be from town, they'll stop them and say, hey, can I tell you about five of the restaurants that we love in the neighborhood? Because it's still our opportunity to present our city and to show them what, what we do and what's great around here. And I think that that moment in San Diego where I was, I was literally just was like, this is it. This is a great life and a great career. And people seem so happy in here. So so then what brought you back up to the Bay Area from San Diego? It's so, kind of hard to leave San Diego, I think. Yeah, I was drinking beer and playing horseshoes. <laughs> you know, I, I realized, I was like, you know what, I could be on the beach for the next 50 years, which would have been amazing. A lot of it was for me, I had two opportunities um, to become a manager with P.F. Chang's when I was with them. And it was either move to Orange County or move back home. And at that point, I had been in San Diego for like a year and a half and I had made all new friends and it wasn't necessarily up to doing it again. So I was like, you know what, let me move home, see my family, be around my family, and explore this there. And then I worked with a couple different companies and ended up with some big restaurants here in the city. And then one day I stopped and I threw a pop-up. It was a crawfish boil pop-up here in the city. And I went back to my boss and I said, you know what, you only get four more weeks of my life because I, I think I can do this. You know, and that was, that was it. So it was kind of like my university for me. It was great. So two and a half years ago, I was hired as the executive chef in Coswell's, which is our, our first restaurant. I've been the chef there since it opened, and so Alvin and I worked very closely together when, when we first opened that restaurant, and he's been stuck with me since. Where were you before that? Flour and Water. They were gracious to bring me on. That's the job that brought me out here, and huge stepping stone for me in the city. Not a bad way to start. It was a really Your good way San to start. Francisco really good way to start. And so what's the difference been like moving from Flower and Water to Coswell's and Popson's? I mean, it's, it's completely different. The style of service is different. The neighborhood is different. The, obviously, the cuisine is different. Being on Chestnut Street, there are a lot of great Italian restaurants that have been there for years, and we wanted to let them focus on what they were doing and kind of just do our own thing. So we pretty much do everything but Italian food. So whereas coming in and being a flower and water, you know, true regional Italian cuisine to Coswell's, which is an American 
with European influence. And so when did Coswell's open? Is July 2nd of 2014. So you basically opened it together, and, yeah. right? but you hadn't worked together before. No. So what was that experience like? Horrible. <laughs> it was like better or worse, but without the for better. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 of course not. right? <laughs> She's gonna yeah play that in a loop. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the lead quote yeah. of the interview. It was just it was just learning to work together, and we we both come with two different styles mm-hmm. and two different backgrounds. And my dad always tells a funny story where it was like three days before we opened, and Adam and my father were sitting there chatting, and Adam's like, "There's no way this place is gonna open in three days." And you know I'm the crazy one who's like, "We're gonna clean it up. We're gonna get it stripped. Everything's gonna be out of it." You know, and I think. I think, um, you know, he brings a little patience to me and I push a little fire to him. So I think in that world, it, it works well. But yeah, just every, like everything, it's always a, a learning curve. We haven't had too many downs, mostly ups, <laughs> which is good. You know, originally when Adam did his first tasting, his food was fantastic and it was executed well and it was very precise. Um, so it was a, a big piece of why we wanted to work together. Tom Patella, who's the other owner at Cosmos and who's opening Waystone, the wine bar next door to Popson's. We're both just super impressed at the time. But I'd also, for some weird reason, asked him to make some Cajun dish or two in his tasting. I mean, I had no vision about why I wanted that. <laughs> okay, maybe I wanted a Cajun restaurant someday. <laughs> um, but yeah, he came in and made a shrimp and grits that he was not originally gonna put on the menu. And we tricked him into doing that. So. Just like the burger was not originally on the menu. Tricked him again. Really? The burger yep. wasn't the originally burger on the burger that is spawned where we're sitting now was the last item on the Cosmo menu. What made you decide to put that on the menu? Well, it was on my original menu. It was on Alvin's original menu. And Adam said, no, this is what I'd like the menu to be. I said, great, let's do that menu, but let's add this. And it was a cheeseburger. And he reluctantly did it. And, and here now, we yeah, here, here we are. Fateful, fateful decision. Yeah. Yes. This is Rebecca Goberstein, and you're listening to Menu Stories, a series where we get to know the stories about the people and restaurants behind the food we love. This is our podcast, and we'll be right back with Alvin Garcia and Chef Adam Rosenblum of Popsons. I kept talking about what Coswell's was going to be, you know, what it, what it meant to, to each of us. And everyone's final word was always, you know, we wanted a neighborhood spot. We wanted a, a neighborhood-friendly place that someone could come two or three times a week and kind of just be comfortable. And you know, at, at the end of the day, nothing nothing really does that like a burger. And I was like, okay, well, if, if we're gonna do a burger, this is how this is the only way that we're gonna do it. And what was that way? Uh, just double thin patty. I guess what's called a smash burger, smash style burger now on on a griddle with American cheese and Thousand Island sauce and just simple and true to like a backyard barbecue. Why were you passionate about doing it that way versus like a you know a thick juicy round burger? Every restaurant I've been at other than Flower Water have have had a burger. Mm-hmm. You know it's always a six to eight ounce burger, thick, and that's just that's what it is. So I was kind of bored with it. I've been doing burger in a couple of restaurants in New Jersey, a burger in you know Maryland, and so I just wanted something different for myself. You know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you you just get bored and you lose that push. Is that the same style of burger that you make here then? Yes. So this burger was a spin off of the Cosmos burger. It's a two patty smashed on a flat top. It wasn't so much the act of the smashing that got us to where you know, we are with the burger. For me, it was more of a surface area thing. Mm-hmm. So I wanted as much of the burger to be pressed against the flat top to get that, that texture and that crust and mm-hmm. that, that flavor. 
and it just so happens that like smashing it into it is the best way to do it. Interesting. So then when did you guys know that the burger was sort of the rising star of the menu and was big enough to create its own restaurant? Uh, America told us. <laughs> <laughs> we, we ended up getting uh, second place in the Thrillist nationwide burger content. July of 2015? A little over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, most of our articles, when we were first opening up, were pretty much about our burger and our donut bread pudding dessert. And then they quickly became more and more about just the burger. And I think it was just, it just happened naturally. Is there a part of you that kind of feels bad for the other items on the menu? No, I mean, you know, there's at Causal, there's, there's two ways of looking at it. You can look at it and be really upset that this one dish has become such a part of the identity. But I look at it the other way is this dish being so popular allows us to play with all the other dishes and really have fun with the menu. And the burger brings people in, mm -hmm. but the rest of the food is, is a part of what keeps bringing people back. So it's been nothing but great for us. It's a good way to look at it. So what made you decide to open up Popsons? So we started as a pop-up in the mission. Mm -hmm. You know, we were a one day a week pop-up in our first service. We served 400 people and got ran over. It was fun to learn because we didn't know the steps of producing cheeseburgers at such a pace. We were looking for spaces, found this, and it's in the Warfield building, which is historic and beautiful and special. Yeah. And the Warfield theater is connected to us. When we walk through the building, we get to see the green room and like all these, you know, the, the doors for the theater open all the time. It'd be interesting to see if these walls could talk, what would yeah. be said. It's, it's a pretty special building. So we started working and building it out. And then uh, the space on 4th and Townsend became available. And it's only a year and a half, so it's just a pop-up. We'll have it until next July. And it was great because we got open quicker than here and we were able to start working on some of our processes. Popson's on Mark and Taylor was built kind of how we wanted it to be, where 4th and Townsend is just a little bit of paint on an old restaurant and we threw some things that we like in there. So we, we love it and it's definitely, you know, our roots, yeah. but they're very different. What was the old restaurant there? Marlowe. Oh, uh, that was Marlowe's former location? Yeah. Uh, Started south, then it was Marlowe, okay. then it was Marlowe Burger. And I got a call from Anna and she's like, I don't want to do burgers. I hear you like burgers. <laughs> and it was great. So through everything that you guys have been to together and also just your own career trajectories, what has been the most challenging thing about your jobs? I think for me, trying to continually to improve myself and get better at, at what I do, because a lot of this is, it's a learning for all of us involved, you know? I'd never been the owner of a restaurant, you know, and I'd always worked my way up in the business. So I started, I'd been a food runner, I'd been a bartender, I'd been a server, and then one day I became a manager, and then I one day I became a general manager. And it's um, learning how to do my next job better, you know, with no base of how I had done it before. So it's challenging on a day-to-day, because -day we all make mistakes, and learning from that has been great. But yeah, that's probably been the hardest part for me, Adam. I would say the most challenging part for me is just I think it's similar to, to Alvin. This, especially Popsons, is, is such a different model than anything that I've done in my career so far. And but that's also the best part about it. Between going from Coswell's and Popsons and I have a 13-month daughter. So it's just kind of learning to, to do your job and have your responsibilities and do them all well. And balance the life. Balance life. Family that's and that's my, uh, my goal, my New Year's resolution for the next like 20 years. <laughs> What's been the most rewarding thing? Yeah, I think for me, so Popson's comes from father and son. For me, it means a lot because my father and my son, and for, for us, it was kind of the meaning behind my name. To have our families in portraits, in a mural on our wall at Market and Sixth, and to know that, you know, my parents grew up in this city and that I can 
not only provide employment for individuals, be part of an area that we can help bring back a little life to, and really make my family proud and serve some darn good cheeseburgers in the process is super special, you know? And, and a lot of us are driven to make the parents proud as they take care of us as children when we go out in the world. So it's, it's kind of cool for it to come back. You know, because I was a high school dropout, so at one point there wasn't much <laughs> they said, well, he's the really nice kid, but I don't, <laughs> he should have finished school and I didn't go to college and, and it just kind of, I had a different path. Mm -hmm. So it took a little longer than they would have liked. My parents are amazing. Like, you know, they, they have always supported all of us and they've always been there for us. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And what about for you, Adam? This is probably the place that Alvin and I are the most similar is that, you know, just seeing my my mom and my dad and my, my daughter's face on the wall and us trying to work our kid's name into the name of our Cajun restaurant. That's the coolest part for me. You know, no matter what happens, these things will stay and that's something that when my daughter can talk and walk around and you know, she's seeing all these things and seeing how big of an inspiration she was pushed me to, to what I'm doing. And I've always been a family man, so it's very important for me to have these things. Well, thank you so much for taking the time this morning, and we look forward to seeing what's next with the Cajun restaurant that is to be named. Thank you. <laughs> you just heard the 43rd episode of Menu Stories, an ongoing series of multimedia stories about the people and restaurants behind the food we love. If you enjoyed this story, please spread the word to your friends about the work we do. Subscribe to the Menu Stories series on menustories.com so you can get the next episode delivered to your inbox. On our website, you'll also find the complete Popsons episode with pictures and a behind-the-scenes video. You can find us on Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram at Menu Stories. And on Twitter, we're at Menu underscore Stories. This podcast is also available on iTunes. This episode was produced and photographed by your truly and all video work was filmed and produced by Patrick Wong. I'm your host Rebecca Goberstein and until next time happy eating.